Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. CentrusFCU.org. That's the website for our sponsor. For the people that have been sponsoring us this entire year and will continue unless we really screw something up through the end of this year. <laughs> we appreciate their sponsorship and their loyalty. Oh my God. Yes, that is true. Uh, and, you know, as we've told you before, their website is user friendly. Their people are user friendly. That is accurate. <laughs> they're, they're easy to get a hold of. It's a local call, or you can pop in any of their locations and ask for somebody, and they'd be more than happy to help you out. That That's something I liked when we were talking to Steve last week from Centris, um, that, I mean, even if you aren't a customer or a client, or a, it's not even that, you're you're kind of an owner, aren't you? Not just a customer. You're you're part of the, the, the credit union. Um, even if you aren't and you have questions, they're more than happy to help you with stuff. So that's a great way to kind of, I guess, feel it out a little bit and, and get a second opinion on some things. And, and who knows, maybe we'll do the same thing that I did and move. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. jump on their website or give them a call. And the phone number is 402-334-7000. There you go. All right. So uh, first off, this weather, I'm just going to keep saying this because I'm blown away. It's absolutely awesome. The wind yesterday was redonkulous. I went to the wine walkout in Elkhorn last night, which was a blast. Um, had more businesses. There were so many people. Okay, this was so much fun. Just if you if you know, if you went, you know. Uh, but last year, I think they had just under 200 people registered and then a bunch more showed up, right? So you get a glass when you go register to go around and have wine poured into your glass. You can do the wine walk at all the businesses. And this year, they they almost doubled the number that they ordered and they had like a third again more showed up. Jeez. They had over 500 people showed up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was just like, it was like, it was like looking at a trick or treat for, for adults. Because it was all these people walking up and down the streets, going into stores, getting a glass of wine and stand, and talking with people and, and eating munchies and <laughs> walk, walk, wine and wind. And then the wind was blowing <laughs> and it finally started settling down, but they had entertainment at three on three different stages across town in old town Elkhorn and downtown um, and more businesses were taking part this year and the more people were out there. So it was just all these people walking around the streets, going from store to store on main street and, and hitting everything up. And it was, it was a blast. There were, that would be so, fun. Yeah. Congratulations. So that was West Omaha chamber that put that on. They did a great job. Uh, and thanks to all the people that came out to enjoy. I'm a member of West Omaha chamber. this year. I'm, I'm the representative for her dad that yeah. goes to this. Yeah, one oh, of yeah. Them. the the one that one always raises her hand first when they ask people in meetings, "Who wants to go to the wine walk?" You're like, ah, me, 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 me. <laughs> Let's do the wine walk again. I'm gonna <laughs> me, 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 me. But it really, they almost could rebrand it as a Halloween for adults. Yeah, it's trick or treating for adults. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. for sure. I mean that that was the legit like on Halloween. That was that's the best part of Halloween when you're walking around with little kids is going from the cool garages that had coolers mm-hmm. for the adults. So this is the same thing, just no kids. Just no kids. What? What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so that was a blast. Um, and then getting ready to head out for another football game this weekend. A lot of stuff on the line. New stuff coming into play. This is going to be, this season is crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, all the, not stuff going on on the field so much, but all the other stuff just that's been going on. Everything around everything around it has been, has been just crazy. Crazy. Don't have the same head coach we started with. The guy that we got doing great. Everybody loves him. And yeah, 
now uh, Damon Benning, who is now uh, with Hurt at Media, and he mm-hmm. is now um, the color commentator for Husker for Husker football on the radio, which is humongous. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There was a lot of speculation last week. I saw a lot of sports writers putting their their two cents in about who they thought it should be, and quite a few of them had brought his name up. Um, and a lot of people, you know, I think they're, and hopefully we'll be able to talk to him. I'm hoping fingers crossed we can get a hold of him tomorrow, uh, for our Facebook live, um, before he heads out to do his first game, which is really cool. But if we can't, we'll get him next week sometime, but, um, have him answer some of the questions some people had had about, you know, well, his, what if his son goes there? What, uh, what's that going to mean? You know, maybe that's, you know, cause some people are like, oh, he can't take it cause his son might go there, you know, kind of thing. It's like, I think they thought about these things. Yeah. I think they have, a, they have attorneys. I, I believe they have attorneys that look at stuff like this. University. Yep. They looked into this stuff and mm-hmm. found a way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all good, but it'd be nice just to be able to ask him some questions. And now finally and, I got somebody on the inside that I can get tickets from. Right. Yes. Finally. Good, I, good I, I, seats. I texted him twice about that already. He hasn't responded. <laughs> Shocking. God. He didn't respond to you before. I know. Why would, <laughs> why would he respond now? <laughs> I know. I'm still going to keep doing it. Still going to keep hitting those DMs. Well, it's got to be nice to know you're not blocked yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to tell. And it's hard to tell because you, you people with your Androids and when iPhones try to text you, it's green. So and then that's what happens when you're blocked. On an iPhone, it's green, so I can't tell if I'm blocked or not because it's a stupid Android. Oh, uh, well, okay, let me ask that. If somebody blocks your text messages, text messages, how do you know that a, a message did not go through? Uh, well, it should tell you your message didn't go through. I don't know. I don't know if you can just block text messages. It's got to block like the whole number. And I yeah. and I think you if you block- I think if you do that, if you're, if you're blocked. I don't think it notifies you. Like you don't know that you're blocked or I believe so. Which but makes sense. That may have changed since there have been multiple updates. Who knows? But uh, I, I, I seem to remember I, that it, you don't, they don't really know. Yeah. I think for safety's sake, I think that would make sense mm-hmm. that you can block somebody and they don't know they're blocked. Yeah. yeah. Whereas on Twitter, you know, <laughs> you've been blocked, mm-hmm. but you know, if you go look, I guess, but you can't tell on text. Right. Uh, I do have a story for you okay. that I grabbed that made me laugh. Um, and this one, okay, first off, it's from the Daily Mail. And usually, I mean, okay, remember how we used to always say that the Inquirer, you know, I know it was the the common rag. Everybody made fun of it, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. And then we started realizing they're getting more shit right than wrong. Mm-hmm. They're they're sniffing around and that, yes, they still had the crazy bat boy, but that was the examiner, I guess. But regardless, you know, they still had some of those crazy UFO stories and some of that other that other crazy stuff. But then every once in a while, they would pop off on a story that nobody else had had thrown a headline out on. And I remember there was a couple of political stories in particular that that happened to. And they did them first and everybody poo-pooed it because, oh, it's crazy. It's in the Inquirer. Why would you believe it? And then lo and behold, they were right. And they had found the information or reported it first. Maybe they didn't find it first, but they reported it, um, which, God, that leads me to a whole nother train of thought um, about the news organizations and the way things are reported, I think more and more what we're seeing is people are afraid to report facts because they're afraid of either losing advertising dollars or they're afraid of losing access. And that shouldn't be a thing, but advertising weighs way too much on news. We've seen that happen. 
Um, and, and, and I, I think, think access, I think access is a big thing. It's it's kind of like when you are close to a celebrity or whatever. The last thing you want to do is be honest with them on certain things because they'll cut you out of their life. Like, well, I don't want to. I want to still stay in this circle. So it's the same thing as reporters don't want to necessarily always tell the juiciest stuff because then they won't be able to have their little pipeline of infos gone. But that's that's the only way that you get to the bottom of things. Is a, you've got to have journalists who are willing to do that. And and I think it was reported even, was it in 2020 and 2021, uh, something like 60% or better of 70%, I, I think it was higher than that, even of, of news advertising was somehow tied to Big Pharma. Oh, and yeah. they, were, they were advertising on all the news outlets, but they were spending millions of dollars. And nobody wanted to lose that, that little golden goose. No. Nobody wanted to lose that money. And so you just didn't hear any reports except for what they released. Nobody would put anything up that was to the contrary, regardless of where you stand on anything. But you would not hear anything against Big Pharma. And that's a mistake. I think that's a mistake. And that's kind of like, you know, you start to see that that access thing. And that's where the Inquirer kind of made some inroads because they were willing to go there because they really didn't care. Because we're going to do stuff on Spacemen. And we're going to have monkey boy or bat boy or whatever he is. And then we're going to tell you a little bit about this politician that's that's doing this stuff he shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to piss off some people high up the, the ladder. Right. Um, so the Daily Mail kind of does that, too. And it's it's a little squirrely. Their format is definitely squirrely. But they threw us this article out, which just made me laugh in your tweets or not even tweets in your text messages. I use a lot of emojis, mm-hmm. I think. And I wish more people did. Because I think it adds context. Yes, I agree. Okay. That's, that's to me, I mean, you know, you say something you want to them to know you're, you're kidding. Yeah. So you, you add a winky face or. Or, or, or if you're not going to use emojis, at least use punctuation, exclamation points or whatever like that. Just because the, uh, I don't, everything otherwise, it seems passive aggressive and, and pissy. It does. But they're saying that people, you have to be careful what you use. And the headline actually says, why nobody should be using the thumbs up emoji. Yeah, that, that's a, to me, that's, a, that's a, kind of a D move. Is it really? Thumbs up? It's sometimes, yeah. If it's like, I don't know. It, it seems like that to me. Like, okay. That's to me is what it means. Got it. Okay. I, see, I, I see it like a, whatever. Like a, okay. Like, okay. Like a well, smart ass thing. They, as they call them, the youngsters, which are anybody that's under 30 or 35, uh, they see it as an old people emoji. Oh, okay. <laughs> Emojis used only by old people also include the crying, laughing emoji. Exactly. And another one would be the, there's a, oh, the red heart. That's the other one too. They said that they just feel like it's totally outdated and archaic. So here it comes. Thumbs up, red heart. Okay. The okay sign. Okay. Yeah, that's another one. I don't like that one. Um, the poo came in fifth. I mean, it's, the poo. it's not very often you use the poo one, but when you do, it's like usually placed properly. <laughs> uh, the loudly crying face, monkey eye cover. Like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, of. I've seen. I'm, I, I don't go to that one. Like, I don't use a lot of those. <laughs> I, I'll use a laughy face, a heart kissy heart when I'm texting Beth, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's it. I don't use those like random monkeys or the hand. Um, My brother uses the guy with the hands up. Like, the, I don't know. And to me, that's funny. I love that one. Up. Yeah. I use her a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Shrug, I think yeah. is what it's called. Uh, the other ones on here, clapping hands. 
I use that occasionally. Uh, lipstick kiss mark. I never use that. Um, oh, the grimacing face. Oh, I use that I use one a lot. I, to me, that's funny. I, I think that's when you ask somebody a question and you know what the answer is. And it's like I, that one. To me, that one's funny. So those were the top 10 that they think we should not be using. I'm going to see in. Can you, when you open up your, your oh, whatever, see phone? what your most recent. Oh, uh, okay. Or your most used. So I go to my text messages. I'm going to add a text message. Okay, let me go ahead. I'll send you my top five so you can see them. Okay. <laughs> this makes this makes for great uh, podcast. Podcasting, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so my most used. Oh, mine just show my most recent. Yeah. Well, those are usually my most used. <laughs> the most recent are the most used. I don't, I don't dig too deep. Um, I think. Uh, that, 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 and. Yeah. Those are the five that I think One, I use two, the most. Three, four, five. Yeah, those I just sent you the five that I use the most. Yeah. Mine are the oh, okay. Yeah, mine's the winky face. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I used to use the the clap hands and up, but you started you stole it from me. Yeah. I like it because it's it's like it's an it's a it's a thing that you can just say instead of going yes or woohoo, it's just just send that over. <laughs> but you've admitted that you you will co-op some things from people if you like them. Oh yeah. I know you do. Mm -hmm. But I like using the clown face. I like using the skull. Um, I like using the, the one with the little glasses, the nerd, um, the thinking one in the winky face. I, it's hilarious to me when, I mean, I never, I just throw, I'll just throw an emoji out there. I never change the skin tone, but I, I always think it's hilarious <laughs> when somebody sends me the skin, the, their emoji based on pretty much their exact skin tone. Like they take the time to go through it and, and match it with their, whatever, with their skin tone. It's funny. All five, five choices. Mm -hmm. Which one is it going to be? Which one do I want to use? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Some of them I don't like because if you go with the like the darker skin to like like if you're not pale white, if you're pasty white, you got to have black hair. Well, that's not true. If you're one step above pale white, then it's red hair or, or or brown hair, and then if you're a little bit, then it's red hair, right? So it's like none of them match. So I just stick with yellow. Yeah, yellow. It's like I think of the Simpsons. It's the Simpsons. They're just I'm the Simpson. All yellow. I think it's good. And then the other side of this was they included passive aggressive corporate corporate email. Uh, phrases and decoded them a little bit. Love these. We've talked about this a little mm -hmm. bit because we had some people who were overusing some phrases and um, <laughs> it's easy to do, but when you got somebody who circles the wagons a lot or buttons things up. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. Uh, but in emails, some of the things that you may see like per my last email, basically, why did you not bother reading it before? Uh, what you're asking, you know, it's right. like, I wrote this to you already. I've already sent this question. I answered yes. this question before. Uh, hope this helps basically means never ask me again for anything. Right. Idiot. Um, <laughs> thanks for your feedback. I'll be sure to keep it in mind. Delete. <laughs> Just to clarify. Listen to me next time. Do you realize how stupid that sounds? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Circling back. Uh, time for a. What was it? A Snickers? I don't know. What is it? But basically, it's just uh, I need some time to figure out my answer. Yeah. Right. Um, some other fun ones that people put in there. While I understand your urgency. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's a, that's a, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to go on my own time anyway. Exactly. As previously discussed, which is another way to say we already talked about this. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll let you two take it from here. I want nothing more to do with this. 
Um, I've attached, I've attached another copy for your convenience. That is one of the most passive aggressive. Yes. I've attached another copy for your convenience. It's like, I can search it and find it, but you're just pointing out that I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've been guilty of that too. Sometimes in text or something, I was like, Hey, what's that password again? Whatever. And the, the response I get back is scroll up. Is that from McKinsey? Uh, multiple. <laughs> Sasha McKenzie, my wife. Yes. Multiple. Roll back. Mm -hmm. Just roll scroll back up. It's right there. <laughs> so anywho, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all I really, I don't know, kind of a slow news day. Um, <laughs> but It's been kind of a slow news week. Kind of. Hopefully it won't be this week. It's, uh-oh. Hold on. What do I have? Hold on. Oh, my God. A video just started playing. There we go. Okay. That's weird. It has been kind of a, just a slow overall news week. Uh, I'm leaving in three hours for New York, so I'm excited about that. And I'll, so, so I'll be we'll doing, have a pop and show tomorrow. Yes. Facebook Live. Our Facebook Live will be, if we have Damon, he'll be somewhere. You'll be at your house, and I'll be in New York. It'll be at the, the trifecta all over the place. It'll be pretty exciting. Oh, my so. God. That'll be crazy. Yeah. That'll Sweet. be awesome. So, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. to Take a lot of pictures, and you can share some pictures in the Facebook Live. Oh, I will. I will. I'm supposed to be uh, vlogging my whole time. 48-year-old. Uh, 48-year-old married straight man vlogging at BravoCon. I think that's the first one ever. And you'll know more of the storylines than most of the showrunners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. They need help. <laughs> they need any input. I'm glad to give it to them. Um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, download. Thank you. Huda Media Production.